Good morning. This morning, I want to shift our, our focus today to fitness and the things that we have to do in terms of fitness to not just lose weight. It certainly will help, um, but to maintain healthy lives for the rest of our lives and as long as we are living. So my name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry. I had a fantastic career because I had an axe for swinging the golf club and I turned that into a corporate career. That was a lot of fun. But even though it was in golf, typical of any corporate career, if that's all you're focused on and you're not paying attention to your health, uh, it's probably going to go away. At least it did for me. And by the time I was 38 years old, I weighed over 250 pounds. Uh, I took off that weight and I've kept that weight off now. Um, I'm going to be 57 this summer. So I kept that weight off for a long period of time. And when the new skin TR90 products were uh, were um, uh, introduced in 2013, they have become a part of my daily ritual of weight maintenance. And this call is dedicated to helping you on your weight loss journey with all those other things that happen. I mean, because the products are great, but it's not take a pill and get skinny. There are certain behaviors uh, that you need to engage in, which make it more likely for you to stay healthy and fit. And exercise, working out is one of them. And I know a lot of people say, I hate exercise. Um, that's, a, that's really a mental perspective because here's the facts. Our bodies are designed to move. Um, they're designed to be active. So if we hate exercise, and that's a whole other conversation. I don't want to go down that road today. There are things that we need to do to look at how we think about it to change it and we can make it very enjoyable. But what I want to talk about today is I want to specifically talk about strength training and why strength training is so important as we age. So when you look at, at fitness, there are five key areas of fitness. One is your body composition, which is how much muscle mass you have versus how much uh, um uh, body fat you have. So your muscle, your body composition. The other one is muscular strength and endurance. So muscular strength and endurance, we pair those together. So the example I like to use is using uh, muscular strength is lifting a 10-pound bag of groceries and muscular endurance is being able to walk from the store to the car with that bag of groceries. That's the endurance part. You also have balance and stability, and I think we probably all understand balance. So balance could be, as an example, your ability to stand on, on one leg. Stability is your um, ability to keep balance well in motion, okay, so while you're moving, because most of the time our activities require to stay balanced while we're moving. So as an example, walking, right? Another one would be flexibility and mobility. So flexibility, and I think we probably all understand that, is an ability, the body's ability for the muscles to stretch and lengthen. So an example would be if you bent over, could you, how, could you touch your toes? Could you put your hands on the floor? That's the definition of flexibility. Mobility is the, ability, the body's ability for the muscles and the tendons to move around a joint. So an example would be, does a joint have a full range of motion? So a good health and fitness program combined, uh, and, oh, and I forgot cardio because I did, there are five. I forgot cardio. Um, and cardio would be your cardiovascular system. And 
and its ability to work and your ability for your heart to be strong. So a good program encompasses all of those areas of fitness. Now, too often, we think just about cardio fitness, and that becomes the only thing that we do. So what I want to focus on today is I want to just, I want to talk a little bit about strength training and why it's important. And I came across this article yesterday. It was actually in the Washington Post. And the title of the article is Strength Training is Vital in Avoiding Injuries and Staying Independent as You Age. And the article was prompted by a story uh, from Rochester, New York that came out recently. And it was um, uh, an intruder broke into the home of an 82-year-old woman. And he was meant with a woman who, uh, even though she was 82, she was a power lifter. And she jumped into action and she sent the intruder running. And, of course, then that story went viral. Um, I think she was even on the Today Show. And people were embracing the images of this elderly woman flexing her muscles for the cameras. Um, but so that, this article is talking about the strength so the strength training and why that's vital. So I want to read a couple of excerpts from this article. Uh, beginning at, at about age 30, men and women lose muscle mass at the rate of 10% per decade until about 50. Then the loss accelerates to 15% per decade. So that's approximately 1% of your muscle mass yearly. Yeah. That's that's that. Let that sink in just a little bit. One percent of your muscle mass yearly. That's if you're doing nothing. If you're not strength training, because I will tell you this: strength training will change it. So you're not a victim of that statistic unless you choose to be. So by the eighth decade, the loss of mass, muscle mass, also known as uh, sarcopenia, and strength can be so severe greatly affecting the quality of life and increasing the odds of falls and bone breaks. And those falls and bone breaks then cascade into other medical problems. So this is a quote. When we talk about bone and health falls, we talk about three factors. Fall, fragility, and force, says Matt Segley. And Matt is a sports medicine physician with the Metastar Orthopedic Institute. Participating in weight-bearing and resistance training exercises helps develop muscle mass. This helps treat fragility conditions like osteoporosis. So if you fall, you have stronger bone density. and may also lead to more cushioning when you do fall. In addition, building strength can also help the ability to stay independent as someone ages. There's another quote, strength declines rapidly if it's not maintained. And that quote is from Seth Larson, who is a Fort Worth-based primary care physician. He also is a... Uh, certified strength and conditioning coach, without it, daily activities like picking up a bag of groceries, opening a kitchen cabinet, or getting in and out of a chair can become difficult. Now, resistance training is part of the antidote, but just picking up five-pound dumbbells and doing a, five, a, a, a few bicep curls won't get you where you need to be. Um, this is another quotation. In daily life, you're going to need to lift things bigger than five pounds all the time. You might need to catch yourself from falling or get yourself off the floor. Both of those require more strength. For best results, experts say a varied, heavier workload is needed. 
Now another quotation. In most case, most in most cases, what people think of as strength training really isn't says Chris Nerhartz, and Chris is a Buffalo-based physical therapist. If you want to offset age-related muscle loss, you need to be working at intensity of 60% to 80% of your maximum load. So maximum load is really the highest amount that you could lift. So let's say that the highest amount that you could lift to start out with is five pounds. You want to be working at 60 to 80%. What tends to happen for most of us is we start doing something and we never change it. We never challenge the body. And he, so he continues to say, Larson says, if you don't overload your tissues, they won't respond. If you continue using the same weight and the same reps, you're actually going to go backwards. The body wants and needs to be challenged. Okay? So hopefully you see the reasons that you need strength training. So how do you start strength training if you haven't been strength training? So my recommendations, and frankly, the recommendations in, in this article are to learn how to do it. And to learn how to do it, the best way to do that is to go to, um, is to go to somebody who knows how to do it. So a strength and conditioning coach or a trainer at your local gym. What they can do is set up a program for you and teach you how to do it correctly. And there are so many different ways that you can use weights to help you to improve. It can be weightless, weightlifting with barbells and dumbbells or kettlebells. You can also use something called the TRX system. And if you're not familiar with that, it's a strap system where you use your own body weight to help you to strength train. But essentially, a good strength routine are, it would help you to increase the muscles of pushing and pulling, hinging at the hips, being able to carry things, and being able to squat. Okay? When you get older, I mean, here's one of your tests. How easily can you get up off the floor? If you can't get off the floor easily, you need to be doing strength training. The next time you try and get up out of your chair... See if you can do it without the assistance of your hand or any seat that you're getting up from. Can you do it without the assistance of your upper body? Are your legs strong enough to lift you up? Um, So as you start to look at strength training routines, get yourself the help that you need. Um, You might be able to, (laughs) and some of this depends upon your budget, I know that when I first started strength training, which was years ago, I started with a I, I started with a walking program when I was 250 pounds. That was my first set of exercises. Is I walked. That was it. I walked for 20 to 30 minutes uh, three times a week with my husband because, frankly, that's all that my body could do. After I lost a little bit of weight, I was ready to hit the gym. Now at the time, money for me wasn't an issue, so uh, time was. And I was probably not in a position, not probably, I was not in a position where I was going to take time away from my job. I had built this habit as a workaholic. So I scheduled three strength training sessions weekly with a trainer at five o'clock. And it did two things for me. Number one, it, it got me out of the office at a reasonable hour. Number two, I got the knowledge that I needed to start strength training. 
Now, eventually, things changed in my life, and I didn't have those resources. But by working with someone initially, I had built those habits. Now, if you've never strength trained before in your life, I recommend going either to classes at the gym or hiring a personal trainer to get you started. Because correct form when we're doing weight training is extremely important. So I recommend that you avail yourself of those particular resources. But I would tell you this, no matter what the budget is, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> um, uh, and, and like I said, there are a lot of classes. There are um, recreation-based classes. There are very um, inexpensive classes in many cases. Many, if you're a senior, many senior centers have those particular classes. Uh, if you're looking for a personal trainer, speak to them. Uh, go to the gym and ask to talk to a personal trainer. See if somebody is certified in working with people of your age group. You know, if you happen to be a little bit older, you, you may want someone who's a certified senior specialist or ask them the age of the clients that they, that they work with because some of those things do change as well as you know, our goals change, all those types of things change. But here's what I would tell you is this, is don't let this intimidate you. It's time to start because here's the basic thing is you may not be 80 today. So I know some of you are. You may not be 80 today. Uh, you may not be 90 today. But hopefully at some point in time you will be. And the decisions that you're making today are the decisions that are going to impact your health and fitness in the future. So if your 60-year-old self turns, chooses not to weight train and not to work out and not to do these things, your 80-year-old self is going to pay the price. You're going to have a hard time doing simpler movements like getting out of the car and, and um, lifting groceries and, and things like that. It will get more difficult. A fall could be life-threatening to you. Yeah, I mean, I would tell you this is here's the this is a mortality rate. Once you are over age sixty, yes, if you are over age sixty, within a year of a hip fracture, the mortality rate is somewhere between fourteen and fifty eight percent, depending upon the age group. Isn't that a stark fact? So that's what weight training can do for your body. And truly, we're probably talking about doing twenty to 30 minutes, three-ish times a week. That can slow down all those things that I told you happened at the very beginning, all those signs of aging. So um, just to remind you, it's a journey. I started out not being able to walk. I am a certified personal trainer. Uh, that didn't happen overnight, and I'm sure that this journey is not going to happen overnight for you either. What's important is that you get started. So um, make a commitment today to look at things and to define what kind of resources are available to you, what's your knowledge level, what kind of resources are available to you, and then start to take some steps uh, towards adding weight training into your fitness routine. That's what I have for you today. So let's see, at uh, the top of the hour, if you go over to the One Team Global page, uh, one of our 